It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome to ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, we've had so many conversations about Dansby Swanson leaving the void with his team. But I think the answer is who's coming back. And at home in New Orleans, we say talk that stuff, now roll with it. But the Hawks just did some talking. <laughs> and last but not least, for the culture, another local business is on the HBCU campus. We'll talk about all that next right here on ATL Day Ones. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. First, we want to start off by saying thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. And remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. Wherever you download your podcast, make sure you let you leave us a five-star review. Really appreciate that from you in advance. Uh, today's episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And why don't you go ahead and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Now, T. One of the things that we've talked about, we've had plenty of conversations about who's going to fill that void for Dansby Swanson at the shortstop position. And also, not only at the shortstop position, um, because we've got a good feeling that Von Grissom is going to pretty much take over that position. And if not, they have somebody in Orlando Arcia that can fill that void. But we're talking about from a locker room standpoint uh, uh, or, 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 or a clubhouse standpoint in, in baseball, if I can use a baseball term. Um, I, I think one of the things that I think is really key and people need to really focus in on is the fact that Ronald Acuna coming off the torn ACL coming back last year. I think he's going to be fully healthy and his partner in crime, Ozzy Albies had a broke left foot. And when he came back, he ended up um, breaking his pinky with those two back in that clubhouse tee, fully healthy and, and having fun playing baseball. I think they're going to do more than enough to fill that void that Dansby Swanson left. Yeah, and I think you have to define the void because the void that is on the field, obviously, is either Grissom or Arcia. But the void that's off the field in the clubhouse, if you will, or the dugout, to me, that's Ozzy Albies. Because yeah. Ozzy mm-hmm. is kind of your heart and your soul of your team. He's the yes. one that is outspoken. I can remember going into the locker room and covering the Braves. And he was always the guy that if it wasn't Chipper, excuse me, if it wasn't Freddie Freeman, rather, it wasn't here, mm-hmm. Chipper Jones days, Freddie Freeman. Uh-huh. If it wasn't him speaking, then typically it was going to be Dansby. And then if it wasn't Dansby, it was Ozzy. So I'm actually going to lean a little bit more with Ozzy. I think Ronald Acuna Jr. will lead by example on the field i think on right. the baseball field but i think ozzy Albies is going to be your guy 
Yeah, I, and when you think because you know those guys, you know they are so close and they've always been very open about you know their relationship and and Ozzy has been the guy that has been championing, uh, you know Ronald Acuna. He's like, hey, this guy's gonna be better than the 2019 Ronald Acuna. He's quote he was quoting and saying that, mm-hmm. and if we're getting better than 2019. Talking about a rookie of the year type situation when yeah. when uh, Ronald Acuna came on the scene, he was tearing the cover off the ball, and and we've talked about it plenty of times, and and I wholeheartedly believe this. I really believe that Ronald Acuna is going to be a guy that is going to be go back to MVP form. I, mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly believe that. Now, speaking of getting back to form, like there are some other guys that you know didn't necessarily have the greatest of seasons, right? When you're talking about Acuna, Albies, mm-hmm. Eddie Rosario, Mike Soroka, coming off a uh, coming off a torn Achilles twice, mm-hmm. a twice mm-hmm. torn Achilles. Yeah, like like who do you feel like needs to have the biggest bounce back for the Braves? You know, that's a great question. And I'm going to still stick with my guy, Ozzy yeah. Albies. I yeah. just think he's yeah. the guy because yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr. to me is almost like a foregone conclusion. So, and and I don't yeah, want to that's, that's happening. Yeah, exactly. There it is. <laughs> that's, happening. that's happening. So if I go past the obvious guy of that's happening, I got to go with Ozzy because I also feel like he's going to be short up. You know, when you're there right there at second base and shortstop, it's almost like you are a, a bridge, right? Between right. the outfield, you're technically the infield, of course, but you're a bridge between the outfield and your pitcher and your catcher. And I just feel like he's that guy. Every time I looked around, he was the guy who was having conversations with different players. I feel like he's going to help to coach up Vaughn Grissom. Should he be selected as the guy to replace Dansby? Uh, it should, you know, Ozzy be at second base and uh, Dansby is going to be replaced by Vaughn. I feel like he's just that guy who's right. going to be the one who, if he bounces back, at the plate. We know what he can do at second base, but he, ooh, can you imagine if Ozzy Albies goes back to form? Because he was trending in a great direction too before that injury sidelined him. And then, like you said, he returns and we're like, oh my God. And all of a sudden, just as much as he streaked, it's like, dang, he's done again with that pinky finger. So yeah, I'm still going to stick with Ozzy Albies as my guy who, if he comes back and bounces back, man, everybody better look out for the Braves. Absolutely, and, and I and I'm I'm with you on that with Ozzy, right? I, I can't argue against that. That's that'll be my pick as well because when you think about what well, we are, and I take I took uh, Ronald Cunha out of that conversation as well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So when you think about you know the other two guys and, and Mike Soroka and Eddie Rosario, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna get from Eddie Rosario. Like who knows yeah. what Eddie Rosario probably don't even know what he's gonna get from himself. So, right. but I think and with Mike Soroka. I don't think that's that's too big of a deal because you yeah. got your four guys already essentially. Yeah. So and then you got Ian and Anderson he, who's proved right. it. You know what I mean? There so he has Bryce some elder open, who's looking to yeah. make some elders noise looking too. good. Yeah, so it's good. like if Soroka come back, who was potentially looking like an ace T, that's that's just cherry on the top. That's just yeah. extra butter at the movies like on your popcorn. You know what I mean? So he I'm is. not really looking for him to have a, a bounce back year, so to speak. But mm-hmm. I think Ozzy. If Ozzy has that 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 year T, mm-hmm. we're going to be looking at a team that's going to be right there playing in the fall um, for 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 the for the big one again. Uh, Indeed, like and I want to co-sign on what you just said about Mike Soroka. That really would be 
the most incredible bonus. Whatever yeah. he does, Jarvis, if he if he stays in the majors somehow, because Chipper Jones was talking to our guys, Dave Shapiro and Sandra Golden today, and he mm-hmm. was just saying the same thing, like he's intrigued because he wants yeah. to see, because nobody yeah. knows. So I just wanted to co-sign and agree with you on that, Mike Soroka. Like whatever we get out of him, if the Braves get anything out of him in the majors, that's going to be just icing. Yeah, icing on the cake. Absolutely. And I was going to be, and for him too, you know, as yeah, an individual, yeah. because like to have that happen twice, like it's so freakish. Like it is so freakish to happen like that. So it, it's not too many people he can lean on that have gone mm-hmm. through that. So uh, hopefully he can get through it. And, and what better team to do it for than the Atlanta Braves? <laughs> How about <Yes>. that? <laughs> and, and, uh, speaking of Atlanta, you know, you know, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, you know, see, I want to really want to touch on this because I thought it was kind of interesting because, you know, we kind of to go back to kind of like when Dan Quinn lost Kyle Shanahan and, and um, he ended up hiring Steve Sarkeesian as his offensive coordinator. And mm-hmm. a lot of people look back after the fact. Now, you yeah, know, yeah. when Sark was hired before, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he had some good yeah. – he obviously right. saw some good offenses in college and everything. He thought he'd be able to make a transition. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that didn't necessarily work out too tough. Right. And so um, – and then after Steve Sarkeesian, he went on the dirt cutter. And then yep. we all know how that worked yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, you have some experience from covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in the day. So, you know, we'll get to that on another day as far as those stories, you know, if you can reveal them. Uh, <laughs> but my, I, I think my point is, is that, like, with this Ryan Nielsen hire by Arthur Smith, I really wholeheartedly believe that Ryan, Ryan Nielsen has to make Arthur Smith look like he made the – the right decision in year one because yeah. when you yeah. look at what he's coming from his pedigrees defense alignment centric you know like as a defense coordinator i don't know how much time he's gonna have to work with those guys specifically mm-hmm. but when you think about the downfall of the previous regime and hiring assistants like dan i really feel like dean Pease, if he wanted this he was up for it i really feel mm-hmm. like he was gonna get this thing turned around so when you yes. lose a guy yes. like that and you start to build on certain things. I really feel like Nielsen is going to have, he's not starting from scratch, yeah. but he's really going to have to come in here ready to work and prove in year one that he was the right guy. Right. And he said he doesn't believe he's starting from scratch either. He doesn't feel like this is a rebuild. He feels like there are some pieces in yeah. place as well. And you know what I thought about from earlier today that, you know, we got the announcement, little news out of the NFC South. In terms of all of the shakeups, I think we were just talking about that the last couple of days, all of those shakeups yeah. that make the Buccaneers the question mark. We talked about it yesterday. So yeah. they go out and they hire themselves an OC, you know, after firing Byron Leftwich, they go for a guy, uh, Canales, uh, yeah. out from the Seahawks. Seahawks and you yeah. think to yourself, like, okay, Todd Bowles. We really hope this works out for you because yeah. you are on. It better work out. On. Yeah, you, that's her work. That's a perfect way to say it. Better, better work, work out, out. You, because you're yeah. skating on some seriously thin ice. Because okay, now you've quote unquote cleaned house. They've cleaned shop for you. You're starting from scratch, but you're not going to get an exactly clean build. Like you're, you're not expected to necessarily go to the Super Bowl with the departure of Tom Brady, but you are still expected to compete in a division that's up for grabs. When I look at Ryan Nielsen, I feel like that's not such a gamble. And one of the reasons is because Arthur Smith knows what fits him. He knows what's going to fit his scheme. He may not have known Ryan Nielsen personally because a number of his coaching staff members are 
coaches, coordinators whom he has coached with before, but he had the good fortune of two things. Number one, getting a co-sign from Terry Fontenot. And number yeah. two, you've at least seen what he's able to do in the division. So yeah. by his work with the Saints. So my thing is, I think the fit is going to be huge because if you have, to me, Jarvis, the philosophy and it's consistent, you're on the same page, that's half the battle, especially when now you can go and get the players who can actually fit into that philosophy. And I do believe that was one of the things that I liked about what they did, which is they got him right before, as I like to call it, the collegiate Pro Bowl started with the Senior Bowl <laughs> yes. and the East West Shrine Bowl. Uh -huh. That way they were able to split their team and send some people here and there. But ultimately, they were able to have him in place to say, OK, we already got the philosophy in check. We already know what you're able to do. We know you got a good eye. Let's go out there and let's find some talent. Yeah, and that that's what it's all about, right? It's, it's a, I mean, it's cool. It's definitely about, it's some excellent old piece that mm -hmm. that matters in sure, the NFL. Sure. But it is definitely about the gems and the jewels and guys yeah. who put their hands in the dirt and guys who drop in the coverage on 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 the down in dialed out basis. That's what it's all about. Now, speaking of dialing in, you know, how about this? You know, if you if you're trying to figure out, you know, All Star game. But getting ready to come up, or you want to bet on some things? How about this? How about you go to FanDuel because this is our our new sports book betting partner. You know why don't you go check those guys out? They got off all new customers. They got some good stuff for you. They got a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. That's bonus bets back if your bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sports back sports book app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So what are you waiting on? You know we're sitting up here trying to figure out what's the over-under for this game and what's the over-under for that particular game. Like, is Trey Young going to make four threes or he going to make three threes? We're going to talk about how they're doing all that talking and they ain't saying nothing um, next. But, you know, I'm going to tell you about FanDuel because we, at least you can make some money off the Hawks if you're not going to enjoy watching them on a nightly basis. So here's what I want you to do. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet for up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go fanduel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Well, Jarvis, you may be able to go to FanDuel as well because FanDuel can probably guess better than you, me, and everybody else affiliated with the NBA as to what the Hawks will do with the last 23 games of this season. I told you yesterday that I was super concerned about this game, yes. and I was not at yes, all were. convinced that they were going to yep. go in it. I gave you my guys. Mm -hmm. I was like, Jalen Brunson? Out there hitting 40 on the Nets Monday. I don't think no. Brian's gonna slow that down. Like, who, like, um, oh goodness, uh, Sheree says on, on the Real Housewife show, who uh, gonna stop me, boo? Who gonna check me? Who gonna check me, boo? Yeah, well, I was waiting on who, who the boo was that was gonna check him, and that yes. dude never showed up last never. night. He just did it. He's and still waiting. was like, is there such hold a on, thing? T, as hold on, hold on, hold on. You're being disrespectful right now. Okay. You're being All disrespectful. Right, fine, fine. Mr. Randall. Oh, Mr. Okay. Randall. And I was going to call him Jubo because he was looking like <laughs> Jubo. Yes, I, mean, I like that better. Let's go with that. 
Yes, that's what we carry. And the reason we can say that is because the Hawks wow. put that out there, particularly Trey Young wow. put that out there Monday yeah. after the horrific loss to the last place team in the East on Monday evening. He said that they understood that they could score on anybody, they being the Hawks. Yeah. But that if they allowed other teams to score on them, then it was a moot point. They knew they had to play defense. So you get in that game last night, 20 to six. And, and Jarvis, I'm not talking about deep in the first quarter, by the way. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about 20 points before the first time out, which is typically, you know, like a TV type timeout, yeah, typically yeah. around that eighth minute or whatever. You were already down 20 to six. This team led wire to wire, and you have now stacked eight straight quarters that you have not, not led. So why couldn't the Hawks, Jarvis, if you dare to, to try to postulate and ponder an answer, why couldn't they just show improvement? Improvement last night. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. 122 to 101 doesn't even tell the story. Why, yeah. Jarvis? Why? <laughs> you know why, T? Because it's, it's not enough guys in that locker room with, with this right here. It's not enough of them in that locker room. The one thing about Jubo, like he might not be. Some people might look at him saying that you know he was a he flunked not flunked out but like like uh, was a bust and he had to go to another team to kind of re reinvent himself and everything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But I look at it like this, man. One thing you know that you're gonna get from Jubo is he gonna come out to play. Yes. He's played in every game yes. this yes. season. Yes. T over sixty game was sixty six games, sixty six yes. games. He's played in every last one of them. You know his counterpart, the guy, John Collins, he's probably on pace to play in a little bit over 50. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, may, he might make 60 games. He yep. might make 60 games by the end of this season. So when you think about, like, just the, the makeup of this team, right? Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people talking about, like, yeah, it doesn't fit. The roster build, you know, right? The roster makeup is different. I think it's different, not necessarily because of, oh, this guy can't shoot that three or this guy can't play defense. It's just it's about, you got enough guys with here. It's yeah. right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I feel like, you know, I, I'm leaning towards, you know, Trey being the, the, being the main culprit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, like, where is it? Like, where is it? Like, because, and it's not like, and the reason why I'm leaning towards him, uh, um, T is because mm -hmm. I've seen it before. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've seen it. Like we've seen it. We've seen it. And when they went on the run to the Eastern Conference Finals, we saw mm -hmm. what type of heart this dude had. Exactly. Like to go yeah. up in Madison Square Garden and say, you know what? Mm -hmm. Oh, bring on all the booze. Bring on all yeah. that. Where is yeah. that dude? Yeah. Where is that dude? Like I need to see that dude. T. I know yeah. we, you know, talked about you know what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about that tomorrow, but sure. yeah. like I really feel like Trey is number one on my list. Like I, I, I need that dude. Yeah, like, I need you to stop thinking, stop trying to yeah. do whatever you're trying whatever to do. It is. Yeah, whatever it is, T. Like he needs to just focus in and lock in and be that dude that took this team to the East Conference Finals because I still yeah. believe it's there. I'm not right. saying that it's not there, mm -hmm. I, but I know it's there. It's just some mm -hmm. something hasn't quite clicked. For him to get to the being that person, and maybe some it's a coach that may need to unlock it, or yeah. maybe it's uh I don't know the makeup of the roster or mm -hmm. certain guys being in, not being in the locker room anymore. I don't know whatever needs to be done to mm -hmm. unlock that dude, but that mm -hmm. dude needs to be unlocked soon. Yeah, 
Can I say all of the above? All of what you just said? I think, you know, if, if we're right, keeping right. it real, because yeah. if, if we're just focused on him, and listen, guys, Jarvis and I have over a week and a half to break the Hawks all the way down. And we'll probably touch on them every week leading up to their return when they play the Cleveland Cavaliers at home yeah. next Friday, because of course they're going on the all-star break. So no, I think you're absolutely right. You don't have heart and then just not have heart. And he's always, yeah. you know, my nickname has always been for him a little scrappy because I always felt like he was the little guy who had the chip on his shoulder, who was always whispering. I always had to prove ear. himself. Exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know, I got to prove myself again because you know, these haters, they don't believe me. Like he yep. seems like that guy. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because Hey, whatever motivates you motivates you. However, I do believe on some level, if we're being honest, I don't feel like he's angry. Like it seemed like he was with Lloyd Pierce, or at least that's what the reports say, but I feel like he's at a minimum tapped out on Nate mm. McMillan and everybody yeah. right now is kind of following that lead almost. It yeah. really felt like looking at it in person, Jarvis, it was like the Hawks were moving. If you've ever driven a manual car, what is it? You know, gear one is your low gear and gear five mm -hmm. is your high. Mm -hmm. It really felt like the Hawks were in first gear. And it felt yep. like the Knicks were in fifth gear and it felt like the Knicks kept saying to themselves, but we can't even drop down to fourth or third gear. Not like, you know, even when the Hawks got it down to 11 points, you could see the Knicks were like, no, no, we can't allow this to happen. Why yeah. is that important? Because like you said, your heart tells you, oh my goodness, we have an opportunity here. We can go up 3-1 and win this season series. We were, we came into this game two and a half games behind the Knicks. We can get to one and a half games behind them. And if it comes to a tiebreaker down the road, advantage Hawks, all of these things should have been playing in your mind. And we got these guys at home. We got them on the ropes. The only person who's even shaky right now. They were trying to get a game back to you in the third quarter, T. Exactly. Like the Knicks came out so flat. Yeah. They only had like scored six points with like seven minutes to go in the yeah. third quarter. I'm just exactly. like, what you are y'all doing? 22 at that time, down to 11. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it was like the Hawks immediately took their foot, their feet off the gas, almost like they assumed. That the Knicks were just gonna lay oh, down and die. Now. They laid oh. down. Yeah, we're good. Like, oh, okay, we're we're, we're about to get back in this oh. thing. And then the Knicks oh. took a timeout, and whatever that Tib said to him, oh, it resonated. No, Tib's gonna say what needs to be said. They came back out. And <laughs> they they were just they they put foots on necks, as the saying goes. That's, so anyway, absolutely. that was you know, one thing that I thought about, and I think the other thing is this, which was kind of a question that you posed and I kind of expanded it a little bit because I agree with you. It's about that time. It's about that time for the come to Jesus moment for them to have over the break, the combo, the moment, the whatever, but who leads it? So it's a three-part question for you real quick. If they should have it, which I think we both agree they should, yep. is that player led, which player leads it and how does he lead or start off that conversation? Wow. That is, Yeah. Uh, I'm, about, I'm about to go on the couch now. I think I'm about to lay on the couch for this one. <laughs> okay, because you know here's the thing. Here's a, here's here's the thing. Here's here's how I feel like that that meeting will probably go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because I can't say who I feel like. I know who I feel like should lead the convo, but, mm -hmm. but I don't. I don't think he's gonna lead the convo. Okay. Well, John Kyle's gonna probably try to lead the convo, and he don't need to leave because I feel like it's. He he's gonna his bags are packed and he's gonna be gone in the offseason when they figure out a deal that makes sense. I feel like DeJounte should have this conversation. Agreed. You know, and I feel like he should start off with like, man, look, man, like here's the thing. Like, it is too much talent in this doggone room right now for us to be sitting middling around 
at 500. Like I've count, I came from a team that's supposed to be competing for a lottery pick. We we beat the dog mess out of them like we were supposed to, and and, and and but we're not like them. We're not like them. We did what we were supposed to do on that particular game, and there was some moments there where it looked a little shaky too. T. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, like at the end of the day, you got to say not everybody gonna don't go off. You know, because right. you got Terry Rose against the Hornets. Terry Rozier went off. Gordon yep. Hayward went off. P.J. Yep. Washington went off. Yep. I'm just like, everybody can't go off. NBA, no. it happens. One dude going to probably go off. That's how you mm-hmm. got guys that you ain't never heard of averaging 25 points a game because somebody right. got to score, right? Yep. But and it, it can't be night in and night out. Everybody going off. Just like you mentioned, Jalen Brunson. R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett was like 0 for 5 to start the game from 3. And y'all sitting up there, he still end up going off and having a good game because guess what? It's free willy. See, the first five minutes of the game, I thought it was a layup line. I was like, what is going on out here? Like, it's so easy to get into the paint, lay the ball up. I'm just like, like, what what is the mindset? Like, what's the mindset? What do we want to look like? To these last twenty some odd games, yeah. like that's what that's that's that was the question I would I would ask, I would hope Dejounte Murray would ask, would ask in yeah. that room. What do we want to do? Mm-hmm. Do we want to lay down, or do we want to fight? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like it's about want to. At the end of the day, I I know people laugh at that 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 trying to simplify like that, but that's yeah. just, that's just exactly what it is. Oh yeah, you know your capabilities. We've seen it. We've seen you get with a certain certain teams in the in the league. So yeah. I think right now. I think DeJounte should lead it, and he should start off with saying, hey, what y'all want to do? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, DeJounte can, can get up out of here yeah. after, after next year. So what y'all want to do? I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It should be a come to Jesus conversation. It should be DeJounte, and it should be straight no chaser. And everybody should just leave their little feelings at the door. Don't get your little feelings hurt if somehow you get called to the matter, what have you. We're we're not like DJM is not a lay down and die type of dude, and neither no, should the rest of this team. Because, like you said, as constructed, this is the team you have for the next twenty three games. That coach on the sidelines probably going to have him for the next twenty three games. So yep. you've got to make the decision of who you want to be, and then stick to that team, Jekyll or Hyde. I don't care. Stick yeah. to the Jekyll or stick to the Hyde for the rest of this season. So, on Locked On Sports today, I can only imagine that they are probably talking about the conundrums at the All-Star break as well. Probably Mm -hmm. not just talking about the Hawks, probably talking about the Lakers and all sorts of teams in the NBA who have a make-or-break situation that they're coming to when they get back here next week. So, if you want to hear their reaction to what happened across the association last night, check out Locked On Sports today. Don't forget that after you go to ATL Day 1s or stop by ATL Day 1s, next up is YouTube for Locked On Sports Today. And just like we're about to take you guys into For the Culture, they take you into their take of the day. Who knows? Maybe they'll be giving you guys their reaction to the hilarious, hilarious celebration that was the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration parade. Again, that's Locked On Sports Today. Be sure to check them out. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
and make sure you check out Locked On Sports Atlanta like you're doing right now. If you are doing that right now, listening, watching, and, and, and sometimes judging, I see y'all comments. Um, I need you to doggone go ahead and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. And once you hit that subscribe button, turn on that notification so you know you can get the notification once we once we drop this heat. You got it right there in your hand, in the palm of your hand. Or if you want to watch us on TV, Roku, Amazon Fire. We got all that going on right now. We popping right now. Go ahead and help us get to 6,000 subscribers. We on our way right there with you. Or, you know, you can get ran over if you don't want to get a part of it. All right. Anyway, T, this is for the culture. This is intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture. Sometimes, whatever the hell we want to talk about, as I was just doing right then and there. And, and, and you know, today is no different, T. Um. One thing that I've always appreciated about nowadays as far as what HBCUs is the fact that they just have so much more access to stuff that than we did when we were in college. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just the facts. And yeah, there's nothing oh, yeah. wrong with that. And I, yeah. I always appreciated that. And I think this one probably is, is probably even more cool because <clears throat> Slim and Huskies. I don't know if you ever had that pizza before. Have you had Slim and Huskies before? No. When you said the article, I was like, oh, my God, I passed by that place at least three times a week because they're down the street from my house. so amazing. You need to stop. Like, okay. the next time okay. you see that sign, stop in there because that is the most – it is amazing because, like, I was just like you probably about a year or so ago because um, it was, you know, a lot of people that I work with and everything, they were saying, like, hey, you need to try Slim Husk, try Slim Husk, and, I, and okay. I, when I got my mouth on it, T, you know, let me go a little pause real quick. Yeah, when I got, when I put that thing, when I ate it, <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. And now Morehouse, the Morehouse uh, Tigers, they're going to be able to get, get be able to partake as well because they just opened on campus at Morehouse, yeah. uh, Morehouse College. So I, I think that is so cool for for them to be able to have access to a local business, um, African black owned, and you know, being on the HBCU campus, like that is mm-hmm. that is just so cool. You know, right behind, you know, Pink and Cold with Slutty Vegan on um mm-hmm. Clark Atlanta, um, Clark Atlanta oh, excuse me, Georgia Tech's campus, excuse me. Yes, yes. And I don't doubt that maybe she'll be on her alma mater's campus at some point in the not yes. so distant future. It makes sense, Clark right? Atlanta, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That only makes sense. But uh, but I think that you make a great point because having Slim and Huskies on that campus, and this is just me kind of imagining what it's going to be down the road. I think that that's an opportunity for those students to also see that entrepreneurship, right? Oh, and they're yeah, also able to see absolutely. the community service aspect of it because I'm sure there's going to be a give back of some sort even if it's just some students are able to get jobs that may need a few extra dollars in their pocket to help Mm -hmm. them to stay in school that could be an aspect of it or it could be just the give back to the community of who knows maybe proceeds go back to the university or maybe they're just saying hey we're going to be ensconced in this west end community and this is just our base although like i said it's already kind of in the west end space because i have to pass by it at least three times a week so yeah that's pretty exciting for them and like you said Although sometimes I get a little FOMO because I'm like, dang, y'all got all these upgrades. Like, uh, you know, Xavier, I'm sure you would say the same at Albany, Albany State. I'm sure it is, Morehouse men are looking like, what? Immaculate, T. It's immaculate down there now. Yeah. Like, 
What was this today? I was back there. Shoot, man. Right. But you got to evolve. You got to elevate. And I love the fact that Slim and Huskies is looking to be a part of the continued elevation of not just Morehouse, but really the AU Center, because obviously the students at Spelman and Clark and Morris Brown and the like, they'll all have the opportunity to access it. So pretty cool stuff. Yeah, super, super cool. We appreciate you guys for being part of the elevation process for ATL Day Ones and making us your first list of the day. Why don't you make, stop by Locked On Sports today and make them your second listen? They partake in the foolishness, but not as much as we do. But, you know, they partake in the national foolishness to see what's going on with the take of the day. You can find them wherever you find this podcast, wherever you download that bad boy. You know, and they're on YouTube as well. But, you know... If, you know, this is the week of love, T, and we know we do this every day, but I think it means a little bit more this week because, hey, you know, everybody needs a little love in their, in their lives. So why don't you go ahead and share love, show love, and most importantly, spread love. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.